You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this episode is number 955. Innovation has become such a ubiquitous value, it's in danger of becoming cliché. Andy Simon is a corporate anthropologist, and we're going to have her define that just here in a minute, who has empowered thousands of business leaders to see their companies with fresh eyes, identify their next big ideas, and turn innovative solutions into executable change. As the author of On the Brink, she's showing her new unique methods for harnessing innovation and revitalizing business growth. She joins us today to show how businesses can discover new and profitable growth opportunities by exploring the untapped resources within. Andy, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Uh, Can you define and explain what a corporate anthropologist is? (laughs) That's been a frequent question as people are now beginning to read the book and learn more about it. Uh, An anthropologist typically in the past would study a small-scale society, which is often how people become familiar with what anthropology is about, whether they were looking at Margaret Mead and growing up in Samoa or they were looking at Trobriand Islanders. They all thought that anthropologists studied strange places. It wasn't that long ago that we began to look at how to apply the method, theory, and tools of anthropology to complex societies or to begin to look at parts of companies, businesses, not-for-profits, and begin to observe that they too could really benefit from an anthropological method where we step out, observe, begin to understand what's going on, and change the way they see their own business or organization because they can't really understand it from the inside. You need to step outside and look at it as if it was a strange island you were just dropped into. Does that make sense? Well, I was, uh, yeah, it, it starts to, but I wonder if you could maybe share with how, how what you do comes into play for helping executives see their companies kind of from the outside in. Where is the anthropologist angle specifically in the work that you do and the in your book, On the Brink? Each of the stories in On the Brink are clients of ours, full range of different kinds of com- companies, and each story... That is very illustrative of the way in which that company C-suite or CEO came to us when they were unclear about how to keep their business growing. They were on the brink. So each one of them illustrates a way in which by taking that CEO, CMO, CFO outside and taking them exploring. Often we tell people what anthropologists often do is hang out. But typically, people in the C-suite or even managers or employees are so busy doing their jobs, they never pause to really understand what it is they're doing. So typical story is we take a, a CEO whose company has stalled, and we take him out to his own clients, and we sit and we ask them to talk about the trends in their business. We take them to places inside those companies they never see typically. In one case, they always work with purchasing and R&D or engineering. And we took them into the, the C-suite or on the factory floor. And we observed, we hung out, we listened. We asked them to tell us stories about what was going on that were troubling. And what this client began to realize was that the real need for his companies wasn't what he was doing today, but where they were going and how far behind he was them. And they were going to end up finding other solutions because their problems weren't what he was designed for. So there was a big gap. 
Now, the, you asked an important question. How is it anthropological, not just market research? Right. The piece that's so important is what's the meaning of what we're seeing? And, and they, I often tell clients, do not outsource your eyes. Come with us. Because if you don't see or hear what I'm seeing, you're giving it to a market research firm to do it, you still won't really have an aha moment, an epiphany, uh, a brain that says, ah, that's what you're talking about. In this particular case, this client of ours was in the battery design business, and it took six times till somebody said something that clicked in his head, and he said, oh, my gosh, they don't want batteries at all, Andy. They want me to help them with lighter, longer, stronger power solutions, at which point I didn't have to do much of anything except help him change his focus and move in new directions. So the, the real trick here isn't to hand off your research to somebody else, but to start to take a look at how you two can listen differently and see things with fresh eyes as if you had been dropped into your own business as if it was a foreign country. And, and often we tell them to listen as if they are um, unfamiliar, not to solve any problems, just to step back and listen to the pain and the challenges. It is difficult until they get going, and then you can't stop them. They put it as part of the way we do things, and they go listen and explore all the time. At one point, there was a wonderful message to business to walk around, and so this is about walking around. Does that sort of answer your question? Yes, that does. And we're speaking with Andy Simon. She's author of the book On the Brink. We're talking a bit about her work as a corporate anthropologist. And now I'd like to ask you, can, can you share with me the inspiration? What caused you to want to sit down and dedicate the time and effort to writing your book On the Brink? Great question. You know, we've been in business a long time, and we were working with clients who typically came to us when they were in pain. On the Brink really reflects how they were. And when they were in pain, it was very difficult for them to mm, hand off their challenges to somebody else. And slowly but surely, we began to see there was a pattern. And what we wanted to do was share their successes. And the best way to do it was to write a book about it. We were very fortunate that they allowed us to. Um, And they were very generous in sharing their thoughts with others. So slowly but surely it came together, and and quite frankly, the book was quite exciting because as they read it, they said, oh my gosh, that really is what happened. Help others do the same thing. We've talked about how you bring a CEO outside the business. I'm wondering how your book and your role as a corporate anthropologist can help a business leader see the resources that are within their company with a fresh set of eyes. can, Can you take us through kind of a case study or help us to explain how that happens? Sure, and we do that all the time. Part of it is that um, the challenges, I'll give you one illustration, is a rapidly going company that is bringing in lots of new hires, and the company itself grew with entrepreneurs who were very ad hoc in what they were doing. And so what we're doing is having the managers go out into their different departments and begin to observe the challenges that a new hire faces, while the folks who've been there a long time and the legacy really have no processes. They're very ad hoc. They're very entrepreneurial. And the cultural shock is becoming quite apparent, not because they're asking people, but because they're observing them. And and that inside the box is very important because they cannot really ask anything. They really have to see it. So, Andy, a common theme between both looking inside and then looking outside, as you discussed earlier, it seems to me that, to be that your clients or the people that read your book who want to adopt this methodology really needs to suspend the filters that they've built up over time that may 
color how they see and observe the real world that is their business. Is that is that a fair summary of what I've heard from you so far here on Critical Mass? Yeah, that's, that's an excellent summary. So, so how do you uh, – I get how you do that when you're there with them because you're reinforcing this concept. How do you advise those who may buy your book from Amazon or you're going to tell us where they can buy it in the future? But how do they do that without your friendly reminder and your presence with them? Well, it, it's designed exactly for them. Uh, each of the chapters has two things, one, lessons learned and how-to. It's not quite a, um anthropology – uh, for dummies, um, but there's enough simple stuff in there for them to embrace and to try. And what I urge them to do is I can't teach you to be an anthropologist in a in a book, but you can start. And I, and I will tell you that once they start and do it as teams, they begin to see it. It's not that hard, but you need to try it. So is this something that as they as they learn this skill, it is it is a skill they can learn, and it is a, a discipline and ability that they can begin to turn on and turn off in the future. You know what I mean? Is this something that they can go in and out of their anthropological mode, if they will, as the leader of the company? Of course, um, but I do think that one of my clients said it so well. It wasn't what you did, Andy. It was how you changed the way we see things, and I do think that is the essence of what we're trying to convey. Uh, it isn't doing as much as uh, seeing, feeling, and thinking in new ways. It's the oldest reptilian part of the brain where you see things that matters the most. And so this is about observation and turning it into innovation. We're going to take our commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. When we come back from this very short, trust me, like one minute, it's a commercial about something that I do. I hope you'll listen to it if you're listening to us live on OC Talk Radio on the stream or maybe as a podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. Because when we come back... I'm going to ask Andy Simon to share some of her unique methods for harnessing innovation and how does that revitalize business growth. So you're not going to want to miss this next segment. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these words from me. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plans and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi. All shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have appeared on the radio show. Uh, since we started our show in 2009, we've reached several hundred thousand listeners through our live stream on octalkradio.net and our podcast. Simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show into your favorite podcasting software and you'll find our weekly show and you'll be automatically able to subscribe to it and just get these great interviews like we're doing today with Andy Simon. She's the author of the book On the Brink. We're talking about all things business and anthropology. Anthropology, and I wanted to ask if you could share some of the 
not all, but some of the unique methods you're using for harnessing innovation? And then how does that turn into revitalizing the business growth? A couple of things. We find that there are some key areas where the anthropological method works particularly well. Um, One is culture. What is it and what could it be? And so one client really came to us with the awareness that their culture was fragmented. How could they fix it? So it worked worked great there. Strategy, um, where are we going? Many, many mid-sized small companies have no strategy at all. And we help them begin to understand through observational research, culture probes and so forth, what does strategy really mean and how do you execute against it? And then there are the changing product and distribution channels today. Uh, Today is ripe for anthropology because of the speed of change. It used to be that you had to have a good product and you had to be efficient. Today you have to be agile. And change isn't something that's comfortable for people. So whether it's a manufacturer we spoke to today whose distributors are being pushed out, they're going direct to the end user, or it's margins that are being really challenged and how to pull costs out. Uh, everything today is really facing rapid change, and there's no way you can see it unless you get out and begin to look at it with, I, I think, an observer um, who can begin to show you what the trends are and how they're so real. Because if not, you're going to look at the past and think that's the context in which you're competing. And, and to, quite frankly, the past is no longer relevant. It's all coming much too quickly. You know, looking at a business Looking at your business, looking at the business that you've built as the CEO and business owner, you know, Andy, the audience for Critical Mass Radio Show, CEOs, business owners running 5 to $50 million companies, you know, there, there's such a connection between them and the business many times, especially if they're the founder and CEO. You know, it's, it's really hard to get that perspective and distance from your business when it's so much emotionally a part of you and culturally you've kind of built it. So what is, how do you get them? How do you train them, because it sounds like it's almost training, to, to look at their business through clean set of eyes and, and, and suspend that normal filter that, you know, that serves them every day, all day pretty well, I think, which is, you know, this business, this is what I've learned, this is what I know, this is my base of experience. I mean, how do you get them to look at things like a foreigner or like an observer who's just there to collect information and doesn't have any predisposed beliefs about what they're seeing? So let me counsel them as your listeners, backwards. Um, Typically, if you're not having a crisis or willing to create one, whatever I do with you will have limited impact um, because it is very often that crisis that makes you pause and take a look at what's going on. If you go about your day and you don't see the changes coming in, either sales, margins, clients, you don't see what's going on in that market, you're not going to pay much attention. So the first thing is, we like to say have a crisis or create one, at least the pressure of seeing the changes. The second thing is then we need new skills. So it's often like golf. I can give you a club and a book, but you've got to hit the ball a lot to practice. And that's exactly the same metaphor here. So we begin with getting the, the leadership to begin to be aware that there are changes happening. And then we begin to take them exploring. And then we begin to come back and we start to build a new vision of where they can go and backward plan it. We have a change map process which really says where shall we be in a year and how do we backward plan it so that we can get there. And then we need to put new processes into place. Your point is very important. If you use the same old process you always have, you will keep doing what you've always done. 
And the, the family firms represent about 80% of American businesses. Hmm. So very often the entrepreneur or the family firm is wedded to the way they've done things. Now we've got to change them. And process becomes extremely important. Very few mid-market companies, the ones who listen to you, have a strategist, an innovator, have a culture of innovation, have an innovation center, have anyone who's actually trying to make these things happen. At a workshop I presented this morning, we were talking just about that. They have many other things to do, and they're perfectly happy doing them, even though their business isn't growing the way they'd like it to. So now we need to begin to change what they do every day and put in new uh, – I often put in strategy councils, and then we put in small wins. I like small wins. Small wins build experience. You begin to see how they're going to change what you're doing. But if we don't have some small wins, nothing will happen. You can't turn this big ship with a bunch of oars, mm. and the times are changing quickly, so we need to have a lot of um, possibilities the old model of coming into business and staying for a long time reminds me of Kodak. It's gone. You can't bring out a brownie camera and wait 70 years anymore. So now it becomes important that we begin to see how to be agile, to try and test, and then to have the small wins to see how it's working with different business processes. So this is process change, business model change, and really attitude change. They need to see themselves as able to do it and then get a lot of help doing it themselves. Interesting, Andy, that uh, and we're talking about Andy Simon. She's author of On the Brink. You know, if you don't have a crisis, create one. I, I get what you're saying because sometimes if the pain isn't great enough, the, the ability to change doesn't really set, the hook doesn't get set, and people and cultures don't change without a very strong reason. So I kind of like that. I wonder, we have just a few minutes left here on this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. Can you tell our audience or tell me what what have you learned about observation into innovation since through writing the book that you didn't know prior to spending the time to write and publish your book? Um, two things. Um, it's sort of like the guiding principle. Uh, sometimes we, too, go about what we're doing often and not realize the impact it's having. People came to us because they were in pain on the brink, but it was only when we started to put the book together we realized how many of them were doing that. And we began to see a pattern about the kind of business we have. We also tell people that the way forward is all around them. They just can't see it. Or I like to use Marcel Proust's quote, the real voyage of discovery is not in seeking new landscapes, but in having new eyes. And so the kind of guiding principles that we have pulled together in our book are important uh, because, it, it, by and large, the folks who are coming in really don't want to hire us, but they have reached that crisis where they must. And the book became a way of helping them do it on their own, a little bit ahead of hiring anyone. And, and I'll tell you the pain that they come in with. It really makes my heart break. And so part of it is, can I help you before that happens? Have you found, uh, since publishing the book, that it's benefited your business? Oh, my goodness, yes. Uh-huh. We've got clients literally coming in from Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Canada, they find you online, they read the book, they read excerpts of the book, they're listening, the Audible just came out. Mm. Um, they're not quite sure what it is we're doing, but it was designed to help them see, feel, and think in new ways, and they're coming in asking if we can lend a hand to them, and and I would say about a third of our business now is coming in as a result of the book, and it's only been out since July, it's selling very well, and I'm getting great people emailing me saying it works, and that's all I ask for. So do you think you're going to write another book at some point? 
<laughs> Let's get this one out All right. a little bit longer than a few months. Okay. But I will tell you that sharing is really a pleasure, and it's fun to share it on your radio show. Thank you for the opportunity. So if someone wants to learn more about the book and your business, how do they find you and your book online, Andy? Well, the uh, company's website is simonassociates.net. Uh, the book is andysimon.com, A-N-D-I-S-I-M-O-N. Uh, and Amazon carries it, Barnes & Noble is carrying it, uh, 1-800-CEO-READ has it, and uh, the Audible is on iTunes as well as on Amazon. And I'm quite intrigued by how many people have asked me for an Audible. Uh, it seems that listening has become very powerful, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and they seem to enjoy it. Andy Simon, thank you for sharing a little bit about the work that you've put into On the Brink, as well as the help that you're giving your clients by teaching them to become corporate anthropologists. I've enjoyed this conversation. I wish you continued success. Thanks for being a member of the Critical Mass community. been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this segment of Critical Mass Radio Show. And I'd like to thank our engineer for today, who is none other than Paul Roberts. Our producers are Joan Park. Crystal Nunley and Haley Stern. I'm your host, Richard Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about the radio show or the CEO peer groups that I lead or the speaking that I do, the books that I write, then visit criticalmass4forbusiness.com. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show. Focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 